when you really have encounter, things change. Victory is mine before my eyes can see. You need a new birth experience. Now there's nothing that can keep me from my promise. Send apart to God. Direct access. No, everybody. Hope you guys are well today. I want to welcome you to Breaking Through with James Levesque. I am James Levesque and I'm believing today that it's your day for a breakthrough. I want to call this episode Staying Beautiful. It's kind of been a theme that the Lord's been putting on our hearts recently. You know, one of the things the Lord's been speaking to us about is making sure we keep our heart right, right? Like the Bible's clear about guarding your hearts. Because out of your heart's going to flow the issues of life. And one thing I've realized is it's easy to get offended today. It's easy to get disenfranchised. It's easy to get hurt. But we've got to stay beautiful. I want to introduce you to a picture of one of my spiritual fathers, Dr. Brian Simmons. Many of you know him as the lead translator of the Passion Translation. Come on, those goofy glasses. Look at this. This was taken right before they would go into the jungle. Actually, their son isn't even in that picture. And this was over 40 years ago in ministry. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to circle back to the picture, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about, uh, about Brian Simmons. Because, you know, in life, it's easy to get frustrated. In life, many of us start out like that picture, right? We're excited. Maybe you're starting a new adventure. Maybe you're, you know, there's a lot of innocence in that picture, right? They're starting out in the jungle. And it was on a Tuesday night that as we were driving, he sent me that photo. And all I could think about is after 40 years of ministry, he still has that goofy, beautiful smile. And you know what happens? I've watched a lot of ministers. I've watched a lot of people pastoring for over 20 years. People don't stay beautiful. It's actually an art. And after watching great men of God overcome disappointment, distractions, trauma, betrayal, sometimes I believe life is just one big offense that you need to watch out for. Especially today, come on, rage is at an all-time high. There's mismanaged aggression everywhere. Political anger, uh, COVID anger, people are acting crazy. Family drama, everybody is acting wild. I've mentioned it here before, but John the Baptist was in prison and he tells his followers to go talk to Jesus. And he says this, can you ask Jesus if he is the Messiah or should we look for somebody else? Which is actually ridiculous considering, I don't know, John the Baptist was said one of the greatest prophets to ever live. John the Baptist was the one that said, man, I'm a voice crying out in the wilderness, preparing the way for the Lord, right? I'm baptizing you, but the one that's coming, I'm not worthy to wear his sandals, and he's going to come, Matthew 3. He's going to baptize you with the spirit, water, and fire. Was it that John the Baptist? It was. Why did John the Baptist go from 
Somebody's coming to are you even the one? Because he didn't stay beautiful. He was in prison walls. And when you look at the prison walls around you, you start to lose discernment on who Jesus really was. And when I look at Christians today, I've been pastoring a long time, ladies and gentlemen. Not too long, but long enough where I watched this happen. I've watched cycles of disappointment. I've watched cycles of bitterness and frustration and anger kind of set in. And one thing I realized, you better fight to keep clean. You better fight to keep beautiful. Because every turn, and I have to tell people all the time, dude, you're forgiven. You know how awkward it is for me when somebody comes up to me after a service and they're like, Pastor, I just want to know that, I, you know, I just forgive you for everything I had against you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> There's a reason the Bible says that anger is hidden in the belly of a fool. It's because I could be sleeping great and the whole time other people are frustrated at me. I want to tell you a story about... That picture, that picture that I showed you earlier of Dr. Brian Simmons, there, you know, what I loved about it is there was an awe in the picture. There was an innocence in the picture. They were living in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, they were a part of uh, Newland Missions. And this was before a lot of things. They gave themselves to go to the Panama jungles. Can you just think about this? I would later ask him, why would you go to the jungles? Why would you go do something so crazy? And you know what they wanted to do? They wanted to usher in the return of the Lord. So they wanted to do his work on this earth. And here's what they did. They wanted to go to the darkest places on the earth to preach the gospel. That's amazing to me. We live in a day where if we feel like it's a problem, we think the grace has lifted. We live in a day where if we see darkness, we actually want to run. And the father is saying, run into the darkness. Man, they just don't make that fabric anymore. Hey, honey, let's become missionaries. Where do you want to go? Uh, I don't know. Where's the darkest place on earth? And let's go there. So they went to a jungle in the Puna village who didn't even have the Bible. Hear what I'm telling you. They went into the jungle and they translated a Bible into a language that nobody had ever had before. That's intense. Man, if we're having a hard time at work, we're ready to switch our jobs because we think the grace has lifted. That's just not scriptural. If the fire of God is in you and the power of God is in you, you can do anything. And sometimes I realize like you feel like it's your uncle or your brother or you're struggling with something. I'm telling you that it's a test to stay beautiful. Faith tests. It's just like we pass tests to graduate in, in life. You pass faith tests to graduate spiritually and the test is called, can you stay beautiful? Anything's possible 40 years before he jumped in the jungle. And he would encounter God in that jungle. They would see the Bible translated. They would put, listen to me carefully, they would later move on from the jungle and put two people in place to take over the mission. And both of them would die within a month from guerrilla warfare. And it was at a huge event called The Call in Kansas City that I call him Pop. That's not a disrespectful term. It's my dad. That he was getting up to pray. There's tens of thousands of people. And somebody yells at him from the side. Brian Simmons, Brian Simmons, is that you? And he turns around and he goes, yes. And they go, my name is so-and-so. I'm the daughter of the dad that you put our family in place in the jungle. And he was murdered. And she said, I want to thank you for your love and your, your heart to put my dad there. And he was a martyr for Jesus. 
And because of all that you've started, we can live and serve God boldly. That's amazing. Stay beautiful. Because you know what else would happen? The attacks of the enemy would happen. Their kids almost drowned. Their daughter was bit by a poisonous snake. They would go to New England and plant churches. Come on. That's like, a, that's like you know, you're going into the belly of the beast there when it wasn't popular and it wasn't, you know, the, the, the excited thing to do. And they would constantly put themselves on the edge of whatever God wanted. And then I remember the day he moved on from a great church in New England and he called me one morning and he said, James, the Lord spoke to me and visited me. And he told me he was going to give me the secrets of the Hebrew language. And I'm going to write a Bible translation that will be used around the world. And it will mainly be known when I'm dead. I was so excited. Man, you, you're, pop, you're going to translate the Bible. This is amazing. And he goes, son, that's not how it works. Why don't you Google how every other Bible translator died? Oh, man. These people were beheaded and hated and shot at and sorted. I just made up a word, basically killed by a sword. And I realized that again, after staying beautiful in the jungle 40 years before you jumped out, he still guarded his heart. Let me tell you something. I know people that can't get over a church offense from a year ago. I know people legit, like literally right now. There are people, when I was in New London having a great church, we moved and planted a church in West Haven. We planted a church in Montana. We're now down in Florida. People are still hurting from the first time I moved because it's not the same. No, baby, it is the same. The only thing that hasn't moved forward is you. Are you staying beautiful? It's a danger. Can you stay smiling? Is there an innocence of God still in our lives? We did a show last week about, you know, faith like a child. Are we still in awe of God? Is our joy still intact in our lives? Are we, have we allowed the disappointments and the trials and the offenses and the bitterness and the betrayal of life to get the best of us? Have you been hurt? Because let me tell you something. Let me rephrase my question. No, Siri, we're not talking. Have you been hurt? Because let me ask you a question. The real question is, where have you been hurt? Because everybody's been hurt. Everybody has been hurt. It's what you do with that hurt that matters. And most people don't go to better. They go to bitter. It's not, it's, not, it's not have you been hurt, it's where have you been hurt, ladies and gentlemen. And truthfully, we all got a list. But the difference between you using the things that God has told you as a stepping stone to greatness and falling back into rejection and anger and bitterness is what you do right now. What I need you to do right now is call that number. 1-800-599-3722, 1-800-599-3722. Thirty-seven, twenty-two, and we want to pray for you. Just call the number. Say, look, I want to pray that God would touch my heart again, soften my heart. Maybe you need to forgive somebody that's betrayed you. Maybe you need to forgive somebody that's hurt your family. Come on. When I got born again, I realized I didn't know my real father. He killed people. He did horrible things. He beat my mother beyond belief. She had to get nose jobs. He sliced her hands, and she's already crippled. You know what I had to do? I never knew this freak. I had to forgive him. I had to say, God, I need to extend forgiveness. Not because, because he's ever going to ask, because I know he won't. I have to release forgiveness in my heart. I'm doing it for me. And whatever you're facing right now, guard your heart. Make sure you don't allow 
the offenses of life and the, you know, my goodness, 2020, I've never seen more people rattled in all my life. 2020 has been a doozy, man. The year started, we were like, oh, it's 2020 vision and we're going to see clearly out. We've been seeing pretty clearly right now. I'm seeing who really has a relationship with God and who doesn't. I'm seeing who is serious about their faith and who isn't. This is not an hour, friends, to drop your anchor in fear. It's an hour to lift your sails and trust God for breakthrough again. It's an hour to lift your sails and believe that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you and can change your whole family. Well, well, you don't know about my grandkids. You don't know about my God. Well, you don't know about my kids. You don't know about my Savior. Because the Bible says that you and your household will be saved. I am declaring, I am believing, and we are standing with you today. Call that number on the screen because I believe that the loved ones are coming back to Christ. I believe that we are seeing such a move of God's spirit and power in this final hour. It is the most exciting day we have ever lived in, and it's not even close. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the one thing you can do to make sure you stay beautiful. You say, man, you don't know all the things I've been through. You don't know how hard it's been. Great. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about the one thing that you can do that will guarantee that you stay beautiful and your heart doesn't get hardened or bitter. I believe God's going to touch you right after the break. We'll see you. Breakthrough family, Abigail here. We want to thank you for tuning in today. As you know, this ministry has recently taken a big step of faith by going on television. We believe that God has opened this door and called us to spread the gospel message of power to America and the world. This step of faith is grounded on prayer and financial support. I want to invite you today to log on to jameslevesque.org and consider becoming one of our Breakthrough Partners. Starting at just $10 a month, Pastor James will offer personal mentoring and coaching. You'll be invited to participate with weekly Zoom calls and have access to a private Facebook page reserved for our partners. Our Breakthrough Partners are the backbone of all that we do. From our local church, to feeding the poor, to traveling the world, Pastor James is grateful for each and every one of you. Partner today and position yourself for greater breakthrough. Go to jameslevesque.org or call 1-800-599-3722. Our team is standing by to pray and help you today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. You know, we're talking about something that I believe is so on God's heart, and that's staying beautiful. Let me just mention this. Thank you to all our partners. I love so many of you are calling in, becoming a partner with us. Thank you. Join our Facebook group. We have a gift for you today. Please consider praying about becoming one of our breakthrough partners. My wife and I and our whole team here took a big step of faith to get the gospel out to millions of home every week. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. But I just going back to staying beautiful here. When I got born again, everything changed, right? Um, I began to see Jesus everywhere and in everything. It's hard to explain to you. I'd be watching a movie, not a bad movie. I'd be in the theater watching like a G-rated movie. And I would see God in it. I would be out at a restaurant and I would feel God, right? For me, it was like everywhere I looked, I saw the Lord. When I first uh, got a Jeep Wrangler, somebody blessed me with one. I saw Jeeps everywhere. There was a weird little Jeep wave that you had to do, and then eventually I've had like three of them, and I have a a beautiful one now. But the reality is, I saw Jeeps everywhere, man. I was like, whoa, there's a Jeep, there's a Jeep, everywhere's a Jeep, Jeep. And the reality was, there were no more Jeeps on the road than there always been. 
but my eyes were opened to the fact that there were Jeeps on the road. When it comes to faith, are your eyes heightened to the awareness of who God is? Are your eyes open to what he's doing and what he's saying? Or are you constantly looking at frustration and anger and internet crazy and the news? I mean, dude, how, how can you keep your salvation and watch the news today? I say that with tongue in cheek, but the reality is don't let the negative news define you. Don't let the lack of God we see in this earth try to tell you what's happening. Because if you look for darkness, you're going to find it. But if you look for God, you're going to see him everywhere. I remember there was a Newtown shootings in Connecticut. Horrible, right? Sandy Hook, all the children getting murdered. And that night we went to Sandy Hook to pray. We had a prayer meeting there. So many people got touched. I ended up doing like a whole revival weekend right there in Sandy Hook where the Newtown shootings were. And I remember I was on the street. They had the school boarded up. It was eerie, man. It was like Ichabod, dude. And then they told me like the woman that created the Hunger Games was from there. I was like, eek. But as I was standing up, walking around the grounds, praying at the school where these murders took place, somebody came up to me. And they said, are you a pastor? I said, yeah, I am. And they're like, well, you're speaking in the city, in our, our town tonight? I said, yeah, I am. And they said, where was God when the, new, when the Sandy Hook shootings took place? Why don't you answer me that? Which I love these people, man. They act like we, like, like we don't have understanding and faith. I said, well, I can answer your question. if you're actually, I don't think you're actually asking. I think you're trying to cause problems. But if you're really asking, I'll tell you the truth. God is in the same place he's always been. He's on the throne in heaven, and he's in the heart of his people. And I'm sorry to you that darkness is increasing in this city. But because we're here, there's going to be a light that shines. I can't control darkness on this earth, but we can fight it. We can overcome it. We know that a Christian is the light of the world. But my point is, what are you looking for? Are you looking for, you know, because I feel like so many people today, they want God to be on trial, right? Oh, God, you better come through or else. It's like, dude, God's not on trial. He doesn't owe you anything. There's nothing he has to do to earn anything for you. It was earned on a hill called Calvary. It was earned between two trees. Jesus paid the ultimate price on the cross. And because of that, we can live. And you've got to make a decision on what you're going to believe and what you're going to see, because that's what you're going to receive in this hour. Do you look for God everywhere? Do you feel peace everywhere? Are you looking to stay beautiful? Because I will tell you, my pastor, Brian Simmons, had so many reasons to get angry, so many reasons to be bitter. There's times I've had a conversation with him. I'm like, yeah, remember so-and-so on your staff that betrayed you? And he's like, oh, yeah, I forgot all about it. Forgot about it? Most people will stay bitter for life over that. But he didn't. See, looking for... Looking for Jesus and everything's the key. I want to read a scripture to you. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. It says this. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything at all praiseworthy, think on these things. 
But the reality is, what is it you're thinking of? Are you looking at this year, which everyone keeps confessing is so crazy? Are you looking for God in it? Or are you allowing the darkness around you to define you? And look, look, I'm here for you. Pastor James is here for you. If you're saying, Pastor James, pray for me, call that number, 1-800-599-3722. 1-800-599-3722. And I want to believe with you today that this ends, that today the darkness is pushed back, that today that, you know, you're going to stand in faith and not get disenfranchised and, and upset. We've got to choose, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to choose what we go to war for. We've got to make a decision that we're not going to get bitter, but we're going to get better over the things that, that, that we're going through in life. Like, what is it that you're fighting over? It's amazing to me what people fight over. You've got to choose what you go to war for. You've got to choose, like, what am I going to go to the mat over? I see people today, they're so petty. They're fighting about things that don't matter. In the light of eternity, is it really worth it? I don't think it is. Whatever is noble, whatever is trustworthy, meaning you're going to be in situations where you're not going to feel like there is. Maybe you're watching right now and you say, Pastor, I don't even feel like there's anything. Well, call that number and let us help you find something because his word is filled with promises for you. Maybe you're watching, you go, man, I just don't feel like there's something. Well, there always is. And there's been times my wife and I have been driving in a car and we said, you know what? It feels like there's darkness all around. It feels like there's not much happening. But the reality is there's something that we can give God praise for. Let's hold hands, honey, and let's just thank God for anything. God, I thank you that the trees are green. I thank you that I can breathe. I thank you that yet, you know, the Bible says you're pressed, but you're not crushed. You're persecuted, but you're not abandoned. You may appear to be struck down this year, but you're not destroyed. What or what report are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the report of the Lord? Because we've, the, the key to everything I'm telling you is to look through the eyes of Jesus. We did a show not too long ago about, you know, putting your love glasses on. So true. I want to look through the eyes of Jesus. I want to go to war over things that he wants to go to war about. I want to let, let things go that, that, that he doesn't care about. But you know what I see in my life? I see young people all the time. If you are a young person around me, I have asked you multiple times, how's your mom? Sounds weird, right? How's your mom? Why? Because your mom matters. I said to a person recently, have you called your mom? No. Okay. You do realize your mom lives across the country, right? Yeah. Uh, you see her once a year, right? Yeah. Well, you probably have 10 more years seeing your mother. 10 times, that's it. You better start calling her and caring. Because those are the things that matter when life's over, man. Not did you argue with Sister Nancy and did Brother Bob hit you in the back of the head with a number two pencil uh, when you were filling out your offering envelope. Like, what is life worth? And for some of you, it just doesn't take much. You get frustrated. You fall off by the littlest thing. I wish you would give God praise and thank him for everything he's done in your life. Because what happened is we've let our peace go. You know what I like in peace to? Sandals. You ever been walking on the beach and you're like, I put my sandals here and you keep walking. And then later on, you're like, where did I leave my sandals? And you got to go back and find where they went. That's how peace is. And if you're watching today and you're like, man, I've lost my peace. You better go back and pick it up where you left those sandals. You better look back on your tracks and go, where did I lose peace? How come I don't feel it in my life anymore? What is going on in my, that? You better go back and get that. 
because peace has to be our guide. Our anchor of hope is in Jesus, and we've got to make sure that we don't allow life to come on our hearts one layer of bitterness at a time. Because it's all an invitation to disqualify yourself. Who's hurt you? You better forgive. Forgiveness is letting them go when they'll never ask you. I forgive you because Jesus loves you. I forgive you because I've had to say, see people who've been violently raped. I've seen people who've been raped and had a baby and got pregnant, which is like even less. And you know what I've had to walk them through? You better forgive. He's not going to come back and ask. But you have to do it for your heart to make sure you keep your heart right. It is horrific. It is horrible on every level. But there is freedom for you. We are not. Weeping is going to endure for a night. Girl, you better pick up your head and believe God for breakthrough. I've seen this. We live in a fallen world. You understand me? Years ago, it was like you wouldn't even talk like this. Today, there's so much hurt, abuse, pain, trauma going around. Well, guess what? Then the Holy Ghost is greater. Have you been hurt? Look, you probably have been raped. Maybe you've been attacked or abused. Call that number. We want to pray for you for healing. I'm telling you, failure isn't final, and the devil wants to define you by the attack that you went through. And I'm telling you that God has died on that cross and he's going to give you love and he's going to heal your heart and he's going to wash that pain away and you will get married again. You will trust men again. You will trust women again. You will raise up your head in confidence because it's not, look, we, so many people are traumatized by their past. I had a young girl tell me yesterday, well, my dad not being around, da, 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 and it's really shaped me as an adult. Hold up. You know what my wife's old pastor used to say, Pastor Bill in Brooklyn, New York? He said, the first 20 is what, what do you say? The first 20, it, you know, is, is not on you, but the next 20 is. You can't control the first 20, friends, first 20 years, but you can control the next 20. And at some point, we've got to shake off the dust and go, okay, God, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a decision to stay beautiful. I'm going to make a decision like that photo, 40 years, I'm going to keep my beauty. 40 years, I'm going to forget about offense and bitterness and people that have betrayed me. 40 years, it doesn't matter. He's the same wide-eyed like as he is today. And what it taught me is to stay beautiful. Call that number. You've been hurt. I'm sure you have. You've been betrayed. Call that number, 1-800-599-3722. Call it. We want to pray for you. We are here right now, standing by, wanting to believe God for your miracle today. Come on, call that number. It's on my heart. It's on my heart that you've got to get healed today. It's on my heart that you've got to get free. The voice of trauma is going to be broken. You know, PTSD, you're so traumatized from, from legit trauma. But God can heal you. And there is going to come a day, you mark my words, you're going to lift up your head and not be defined by your past. And there's going to come a day that you're going to live, open your eyes and, and boldly proclaim where God has taken you. Come on. The next 20, you change. I remember the day I woke up and I was done. I can't blame my mother for the way I grew up. I can't blame a father I never knew that was a deadbeat murderer dad. I was tired blaming my neighborhood. I was tired of blaming the drug dealers and the fact that I dropped out of high school and all the dysfunction that I grew up with. It, the next 20 is on me. Your grace and your love. Stretch your hands. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for breakthrough and healing. And the past is broken in the name of Jesus. Come on. Look, I feel the anointing so strong. Call that number. Today's the day you get free. We want to hear about what God does in your life through this broadcast. I know that I know today God had a word just for you. 
We love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Breaking Through with James Levesque. We love you. Are you ready to ignite your faith? Then look no further than Pastor James Levesque's new book, Fire, preparing for an end-time outpouring. This book contains 12 principles that will unlock the power within and cause you to walk in a new level of boldness and power. For a suggested donation of only $12.99, we will send you a personal autographed copy. Log on to jameslevesque.org and get your copy today.